Hi, I'm Lauren Class Schneider with Class Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm here with Michael Roberts, the composer and lyricist of Goldstein the Musical, playing off-Broadway at the Actors' Temple. Welcome, Michael. Oh, thank you for having me, Lauren. My pleasure. Thank you. It's been such a treat to see the evolution of this show being created. Yeah, it's uh, like most shows, especially musicals, the the path to actually getting it up, if you're fortunate enough to get it up, it, it's always a long it's always a long path. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's terrific that it's gotten this far. So Goldstein the musical tells the story of Lewis Goldstein, who wrote a tell all family memoir. Yes, this uh, the show starts circa 1995, uh, and Lewis Goldstein. A uh, young man in his 30s uh, wrote a book called Goldstein in which he tells the story of his family, the Goldstein family, over the uh, previous three generations. And in the book, he mentions that his family uh, were mostly cheaters, liars, and cowards. <laughs> uh, the book is a wild success, partly based on that, because uh, it's always a good read. And uh, what thwarts his uh, great success is when he does a book reading back in New York, where his family's from, uh, the ghosts of his family, uh, all the people he mentions in the book, they come out of the celestial woodwork to, uh, to counter everything he's saying and saying that the book is just untrue and it's scandalous and that he wrote all these lies just to sell books. Uh, mostly this comes from his one remaining living uh, older relative, his Aunt Sherry, who refutes everything that he writes. And so that we use that as a starting point. And then we go back uh, to about 1918 and move forward from there to see the events as they really happened. Right, right, right. So talk a little bit about Charles Shulman's play, The Kitchen. How does that relate to the original book, and Goldstein the Musical. Well, whenever I work on a show, uh, at least thus far in my career, it's always been a project that someone brings to me, and they say, well, there's this play, there's this movie, there's this whatever, and do you think it would be a good musical? In the parlance of musical theater, we say, does it sing? And um, Charlie uh, had written a play called The Kitchen, which was done, I think, at the, o uh, the O'Neill Festival. And... He said it's basically about family secrets, and it's loosely based on uh, the true events of his family. And uh, I read the play, and I said, yeah, I see there's a lot of places here where it could sing. And since Charlie is Jewish, and uh, I'm Jewish, and we both are New York area-based uh, kids of, you know, not kids anymore, but kids of the roughly same generation, uh, I could see where uh, everything he referenced, I was like, ah, yes, there's a parallel in my family about that. Not in terms of the, uh, not in terms of scandals and whatnot, but in terms of, I remember that, getting in a car, you know, a sweaty car, going to visit the relatives on the weekends, your elderly relatives, when you mm. really want to, all that. So I was like, sure, yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely places where this could be a musical. And then we just really spent an awful lot of time just, you know, fine-tuning it the best we could. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, given that 
it's, I'm going to say, autobiographical to a large extent for Charlie? For Charlie, yeah. What's it like working and collaborating with a cohort where the story is their story, but you're trying to create a musical that resonates as a strong musical? Oh, my God, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Uh, well, in the beginning, and, I, and if Charlie was here with us, I'm sure he would uh, say this is true. In the beginning, there were several times where I'd say, oh, well, let's, this, let's do this, this, and this. He's like, yeah, but it didn't really happen that way. And uh -huh. I was like, oh, well, you know, we're not really, we're not primarily uh, interested in telling facts. We're primarily in telling a story. And those, as you know, are almost always different things. <laughs> and then he quickly, quickly got into the spirit of that. And um, which is hard for a person. You're telling a family story, and then you realize to tell that story in an affecting way, you have to combine characters. You have to change, you know, the timing of events and whatnot. And he got into it really quickly. And uh, by the second or third year of development, those people, I think, to some degree, were almost as abstract to Charlie as they were to me. Oh, great. That's so interesting to hear the evolution of telling a personal story. And talk about the casting process and the extraordinary actors that are currently doing the show at the Actors' Temple, the selection of them and the working with them in the rehearsal studio. Well, uh, doing any kind of sizable New York theater is the most wonderful thing because you cannot ever believe the insane amount of talent and the caliber mm. of talent. It's very, every other place I've worked, and I hope this isn't saying something too terrible, it's a compromise. You're like, well, this is what we have. And uh, it's great. And it's a good challenge to someone to work in a smaller market where you have to work with what you have. But this is my fourth off-Broadway show. And every single time, it's never an issue of like, we can't find the right person. It's always an issue of like, there are five amazing people for, for this one role. Who do we go with? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and that was never more true than when we went through our casting process for Goldstein. Uh, we were, weren't looking for people who were Jewish, uh, although that would be nice. We were looking for people who were believable as Jewish. And uh, what we ended up with is with a cast that I think is mostly Jewish. I think we have oh. one, two, three non-Jews in the cast. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we, we let them in the show anyway. But <laughs> uh, So, but, yeah, uh, of course, we have Megan McGinnis uh, with us, who I've been a fan of for many, many years. And uh, she's, interestingly enough, I don't think I'm outing Megan at all. I know she's proud of this, that, uh, that she, despite her last name, is Jewish and very, very eager. She was very eager. She told me to work on a show where she does get to um, work with that side of her, her heritage. Uh-huh. So that and, was nice. Well, and the play is taking place at the Actors' Temple, which feels a little bit site-specific. Was that intentional? Was it incorporated on, you know, with, with a long-term vision? Talk about the venue a little bit. Well, the Actors' Temple, for those who don't know, uh, is just that. It's a temple built in the 1920s, uh, right in the Times Square area, uh, which was frequented by all the major Jewish vaudeville and Broadway performers through the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, until today. Uh, like a lot of 
houses of worship, uh, they they don't have uh, enough, I think, of a congregation to sustain it primarily as a synagogue any longer. So they uh, they also are a theater and, and quite a nice theater. And uh, so it was always on our radar. I had performed there with different things before and always was fascinated by it. And when it came time to choose a theater, it was on our short list always. And uh, at the end of the day, you walk into a theater and a theater that is filled with so many memories and so many memories of Jewish families primarily, but not exclusively. Uh, the theater is almost a character in the play. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a lovely place and I feel, it feels special every time I walk in there. Oh, great, great. Well, thank you. The show is also multi-generational, which talks to the venue itself, of course, being built in the 20s and mm-hmm. the way that the story is told. What's the audience reaction to something that covers the three generations in that environment? That That's perhaps the most satisfying thing out of all of it. Uh, is that our audience, not exclusively, but to some significant degree, skews older. And not surprisingly, skews not exclusively Jewish, but largely Jewish. So uh, these people feel like my relatives. When I do go to a performance, uh, I feel like I'm at a family reunion. Um, And their reactions are the best thing about the show. I will. No one knows who I am. I'm the writer. I'm invisible. So I listen as they walk out, and uh, they say, "Oh my God, that was my story." And they start talking about their own experiences. You can hear them as they're walking out. And once or twice, what has happened, which made me feel the absolute best, is I actually heard someone say, "You know, I'm going to give my mother a call." And just the oh. fact that the the show might. <laughs> That 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 might, for a nanosecond, make families actually consider coming together a little closer. It makes me feel very good. Oh, Michael, I love that. And with that, I'm going to say not only thank you, but when we wrap up, I'm going to give my mother a call. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm going to call my mom, too, right now. <laughs> well, we have inspired each other and hopefully others. So I, I thank you. I'm Lauren Flash-Snyder with Michael Roberts, composer-lyricist of Goldstein, the musical, playing off-Broadway at the Actors' Temple. Thank you.